villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. Greetings to all. Let's have a ball on the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much, much more. It's December 18th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, timeless actress Cicely Tyson, singer Angie Stone, Katie Holmes, the late Ossie Davis, actor Brad Pitt, comedian Tommy Davidson, Christina Aguilera, and rapper DMX. On this date in history, the 13th Amendment was adopted. It said that, Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Our theme this month is Delightful December, and you have been encouraged to find joy and happiness in the little things. We need to focus on those things that make us smile. Take a moment of each day to treat yourself to happy feelings. Identify those people, places, or things that add delight to your life and make sure those things are a part of your presence. Not only do we want to include happy moments in our own lives, but we want to spread a little cheer to others. A small act of kindness goes a long way. As we keep up with being intentional, and uplifting positive stories while we celebrate good people doing good things. Today's happy highlights include a 16-year-old African-American student from Louisiana who got accepted into Harvard and his reaction has gone viral. You can check out this video on my webpage. You did hear me say he was 16, right? Okay. Well, some of us still appreciate a good love story including an Irish judge who excused a 50-year-old bachelor from jury duty after the man told him he was in love for the first time. Then, there was Hallie Teco and Jeff Hammerbacker, who took a gamble in 2012 on Bitcoins. And as we've heard, those that did have made quite the profit. However, the couple donated their entire windfall to cancer research. I have one more happy highlight as we look to celebrate 17-year-old Maymay Bonnie as she becomes the first black girl to make the U.S. Olympics for speed skating. This is Delightful December and some lucky lottery ticket holders are probably more than delighted. I read that a Michigan store sold two jackpot winning lottery tickets on the same day. They were worth a combined total of $2.4 million. And just a couple of weeks ago, there was a lady who actually won two jackpots herself in the same day. Then a Texas lottery jackpot winner, I'm sure, is quite delighted as they claim just two days before the ticket was set to expire. The ticket was worth $14.25 million. Talking with T featured musical artist Carlton Star Relaford is exploring a new music genre, love songs for Christian couples. He would love your feedback on this type of music, so hit us up 
on social media or leave your comments under today's show tab on www.talkingwitht.com. To give you an example, let's check out his latest song. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear Attitude by Carlton Star Relaford. Check out this week's Hot Topics and Trending News. 
200 passengers aboard a Royal Caribbean cruise ship got sick from a stomach virus. I'm guessing that the ship didn't smell none too nice. And California wildfires are still raging, threatening to wipe out even more land and take out more homes. Our prayers are with all of those who are being affected by this tragedy. Trump's legal team accuses Mueller of improperly and illegally getting transition emails. Two years after the shooting death of Knoxville teen Xavion Dobson, the trial ends with one being sentenced to life and two others charged with facilitating the murder. They are being sentenced to a term of 15 to 25 years in prison. After years have passed in the case of NBA player Lorenz Wright, his ex-wife has now been charged in his murder. So, Anton Adams had escaped from jail on November 5th, and instead of laying low, he was caught shoplifting in Walmart this past Wednesday. It should be noted that Adams was a triple murder suspect wanted in both Mississippi and Tennessee. Two more bite the dust as Tavis Smiley's show has been suspended over sexual allegations and Dustin Hoffman's accusers come forward. Democrat Doug Jones won the Alabama Senate race as many turned out to vote, securing him the Senate seat against controversial Roy Moore, who had been accused on multiple counts of sexual misconduct, including misconduct toward minors. The power of black women voters have been credited for the win. I'm just going to have to sigh as I say this. George Zimmerman is back in the news as Jay-Z has announced that he is working with the Weinstein Company to produce a six-part documentary about Trayvon Martin's life titled Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story, which was based on Lisa Bloom's book, Suspicion Nation. Now, Zimmerman did an interview on which he alleged that his parents and other family members are being harassed. Then he said that he wants to um, beat up Jay-Z and feed him to the alligators. He went on to say that he knows how to deal with people that F with him. He said he's known that since February of 2012, which was when he killed Trayvon Martin. I'm suspecting that Jay-Z has 99 problems and George Zimmerman isn't one. For today's Crazy Chronicles, I found out that Walmart pulled its marijuana leaf Christmas tree after it went viral online. It was a seven foot tall Christmas tree with branches resembling fake marijuana leaves. It was being sold for $250. And again, we would like to know who does the product reviews for Walmart before things hit the shelf. It's hard to know of their intention, but the description read, This pot leaf Christmas tree will light up the room and put your mind in the right headspace for holiday cheer. You'll be able to relax and giggle at the marijuana leaves and decorate it as you please. This alternative Christmas tree is perfect for personal top shelf life at home or as a medical dispensary decoration. Green wishes and happy holidays. Mm. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while with today's edition of I've Been Thinking with Lincoln. 
You're inside talking with T. All right. Well, me and my Jersey boy Lincoln are back at it again. So let's check out our TWT discussion for today's segment of I've Been Thinking with Lincoln as he shares insights on the Libyan slave trade and more. He'll leave you scratching your head as he discusses the U.S. involvement in this global issue. We had a casual conversation covering the headlines, and one of the things I mentioned was the Libyan slave trade. No, Libya. You did. You said it was Obama's fault. You moved on. (laughs) (laughs) I know people go like, what do you mean by that? Why are you... See, that's, well, that's good to stop right there because that gets people like, hold on, hold on, I want to know what you're talking about. Why are you saying why here? But we need people to understand why you felt that way. And then, again, I even said, you know, under his administration, when they took down, was it Gaddafi? Mm-hmm. There was no transition plan in place. So they pretty much left a lawless land. They left right. it receptive for chaos. I get that. Why would they take him out? Why did they take that black man out? Why is another black man shooting down another black man? What dictator? His regime man. was not one that. See, wait a minute. I mean, you don't know that. You don't know that. You you don't know that because Farrakhan okay, I might Farrakhan. not know that, but do you know different? No, I don't know anything. All I all well, we we, do we know, don't know. All we all we do know is that the United States bombed Libya and killed its 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 uh, head of state. That's all we know. All right. And so, from that, was it? Was do, let's ask. Let's, so let me ask you this: Was it a dictatorship? I don't like to use the word dictatorship because. Well, what would you I call it? See, okay. If I, if I'm going to say yes, it was a dictatorship. But here's the problem with I'm saying with saying that word. It leads okay. to a justification of why we did it, right? And. We're only assuming it was a dictatorship based on what we know, and that's only based on what they tell us. You get what I'm saying? So I, that's why I don't want to say it's a dictatorship, although that's all we know it to be. And I don't have okay. any evidence to say that it was not. So I can't argue that it was in a dictatorship. All I can say to you is that I know U.S. history, and I know how we tend to label things when it's ready for us to do something to them. I know that's what we do. I know that we have allowed dictators to come into place, or legitimate dictators who have let people that have killed their own people to to ensure damn their slavery in their countries. And we've allowed that. We propped them up. We paid them to do it. So all of a sudden now we have a dictator that we don't like. We want to bomb. We did it to Saddam Hussein. We did it to the Shah. We did it to Batista. We did it to Papa Doc in Haiti. We do it all the time. Pinochet in Argentina. We do these all the time. And so, and why? Now, so my question is why? So why did we go after him? Everything is about power, and everything everything is about power. Okay, people say no is about money, but money is power. Okay, so you without money gives you power. So in the end, it's always about power. It's about control. So that's why we do everything. It's about for us to ensure that we can control everything, at least if not directly, indirectly or at least have some part to play in what's going on, even if that's shared control with another nation. So that's, okay, that's, so how, and that's how we justify, and we do that because it helps us be secure in our own country. That's how we do it. The only way to guarantee our peace is to control the madness outside of that. 
That's how we do it. Well, so in this case, listen, Farrakhan was Gaddafi's friend, okay? Okay. And when that's why he was so against Hillary. And that's why he was not a fan of Obama, too. He did not like the fact that, and I'm not, you know, saying that Farrakhan is the end-all, be-all. Right, right. But there's not many people that, that Farrakhan will come out publicly and say, that is my friend. You did a, you did him wrong with that, with that. Okay. He never did, and, and, and I don't even think Gaddafi was really Muslim, so it ain't really like a Muslim thing either, because he ain't coming to the, the Saudis, he ain't coming to no other Muslim leaders' defense, but he came to Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. And, and what I was told, what I understood was that when Farrakhan wanted to create a health, a welfare system in the United States for black people, and Gaddafi was the only, was the one who was going to fund it. And the United States could have stopped to that because they were talking about, you know, because, you know, they control the money that comes into U.S. banks. So they didn't allow that to happen. So Farrakhan couldn't do it, but Gaddafi was trying to work with Farrakhan to create a system, a welfare system for blacks in the United States, right? So Gaddafi was also the, one of the stable forces in the African Union, right, to keep all the countries together. One thing they always say, even though Gaddafi was a dictator, no, it was one of the richest and the most educated countries on the, in Africa. All right, so you've explained a lot that, of course, as usual, that we we may not get from the media. And if we acknowledge and accept that this is true, that we really didn't have a just reason for doing that, or we really and, and I'm not even sure that we had all our ducks in a row because I don't think you go in and attack a problem without providing a solution. But be that as it may, as I look at the horrific images and and learn about the slave market that's going on, what's the solution? Is there anything that can be done at this point, or what should be done? At this point, I mean, it's going, no one's going to like my solution, but you know, you gotta let you gotta let people figure this out on their own. The problem. It's almost like your children, right? If you go in there and your child messes up something, your child is like, um, let's say, for example, your child now can't keep a job. What do you do? You go and tell somebody, listen, I need my son to get a job. Boom, boom, boom. They give him a job. And they say, listen, he's messing up. Listen, and you go and you say, all right, he's messing up, but I need you to just keep him on. Right, you use your connections to keep your job, your son employed, even if he didn't earn it, even if he's messing up, and you ne- and even if you keep telling him, listen, you gotta stop doing, you gotta stop doing that, you show him fully, he still do what he want to do. How will he ever learn? Right, the only way he's gonna learn at this point is if you let him fail, you gotta let him get fired, you gotta let him be without a job. You you might have to let them be homeless. Okay. All right. So you let's say to... I accept this analogy, right? So mm-hmm. if I if I'm understanding you correctly, then when we look at the situation in Libya, when we look at the situation in Nigeria, mm-hmm. we're saying to let them figure it out and deal with the consequences till they figure out how to do better. Yes. On their own. Yes. You have to let these things play out. And it may take a generation to figure it out. 
we didn't wake up like this. It took us generations upon generations to figure things out. One thing the United States can say, can never say is somebody came from outside of the United States and fixed our issues. No one yeah. has done that. Since the British left, we've always fixed our own issues. But yet, for some reason, we feel like we got to go to everybody else and fix their issues. No. Now, partly it is because we caused their issues. That will People will be able to say, well, we caused Well, that's what I was going to say. If we, in <laughs> fact, caused the issues in Libya, do we have now, some responsibility? So let me ask you another question. When have we ever been successful? Don't be asking me no questions because I'm learning from you. You know I don't know. <laughs> but go ahead. But ask saying, away. When have you ever seen us successfully solve any issue that we've tried to solve? When? Point to, a, point to a crisis that we that we cause a, so, a social issue that we've caused, and that we turn around and say, you know, we're going to fix this, and if we go in and fix it, and it all is all better. What is that a trick question? No, it's a legitimate question. The answer, I mean, the answer is nowhere that I know of. But if you know of a place, let me know. But I don't know of a place. So if you want no. to say, listeners, I need help, listeners. Listeners, I need help. <laughs> so my question is, if you're saying, well, don't we have responsibility to fix it? Well, morally, you probably could be right. You're probably right. If you, if, you, if you broke it, you should be responsible for fixing it. But the problem is, whenever we go and fix something, we only make it worse. You know why? Because we're really not trying to fix anything. Why? Because we broke it for a reason. <laughs> it was broken for a reason. We didn't go in and just bomb a country and just walk away for no legitimate reason. We do everything for a reason. We may not we may not do it right, but the reason is still there. We may not execute it properly because we're humans and we're flawed like that, but we have legitimate reasons. And when we go back to fix it, you really think we're going to undo those reasons? No. Well, you know, we're going to try to figure out a way to still carry out our mission, our initial mission, just in a different way now. You might be making so, too much sense. And so here's a, here's a rule of war, right? Here is a rule okay. of war. You can't, <clears throat> you can bomb a people, right? Right. You can destroy, and, but the only way to truly win in war is to destroy people's churches, people's libraries, people's schools, and get rid of all the old people. Anybody over 25, they got to go. Because those people hold the history. Those things hold the knowledge. Those things hold the past. And when you're trying to win, you have to erase all of that. And you have to rebuild these countries in your own image, in the image you think. Because that's the only way you're going to win. And that's why I even say, I sometimes people tell people in the United States, people say, like, oh, yeah. You know, white folks are afraid, you know, that we're they're becoming a minority. First of all, globally, they've always been a minority, which is why they live in perpetual fear, which is why they have to control everything, okay? That's number one. Number two is that minority and majority isn't about numbers. It's about power. And so even if we outnumber them, they will always be in power. You know why? Because we follow their constitution. We follow their legal system. We, we abide by their economic system. We abide by their political system. We abide by their education system. And so no matter what, even if they all left, they still are in control. 
And that is why when you bomb Iraq and you then turn around and give it back to the Iraqis and they rebuild it in a very Western, modernized way, you still won at the end of the day. It's always about control. There's nothing else. And control isn't physical. Control is not we've learned long ago. You can't control people physically. You can't dominate people right, physically. Right, right. Because people will rebel and you will always be fighting. You have to make it subtle and you have to make them believe that they are in control and when they're really not. And that's why this whole white is right. That's why we acknowledge white features as perfect and we say, and say oh, my gosh, she's in the Buckingham Palace. Because all those are examples of how they are still in control. That's all it is. We don't even see it. We don't even realize it. But all we're doing is acknowledge the fact that they're still in control. And that's why no matter what happens to them in the numbers game, they will always be in control, no matter where they are. Well, around my parts, we we would say at this point, that's the benediction. <laughs> I've got to... I'm serious. You you really got me thinking because so much of what you said is logical. Like, it makes perfect sense the way you laid it out. But conceptually, our brains don't, or at least mine, doesn't go that way because, again, you just explained why it doesn't go that way. My brain has been developed under a system that was created to keep it contained, right, to keep mm-hmm. The information contained to what it needed to be. I'm getting that. You work with me in 2018. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. I'm with you. I'm going to get that. So, yeah. So, I think we're going to leave that for our listeners. And listeners, if you have some comments, questions, or opinions on this special edition of I've Been Thinking with Lincoln, please visit us at www.talkingwithtea.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And uh, I've enjoyed this and can't wait to the next edition. Me, me too. I can't wait. Thank you for having me. As always, it's always a pleasure. Well, all right. That's it for this bit. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865 865- We look forward to hearing from you. Also make note, we are still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists and look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Once again, we've come to the end, but remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live a life you are excited about. Don't let others make you forget that. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.